Welcome to the KDL Cast. Kent District Library provides podcasts on different topics at least once a month. Find our podcast at kdl.org slash kdlcast or search on iTunes for KDL Cast. This podcast features librarians discussing the award-winning teen books of the year and upcoming teen books they are most excited about. So my name is Emily. I work at the Tyrone um, Township Library for Kent District Library. I'm Bath and I work at the Gaines Township Library. I'm Courtney, and I work at the Wyoming Library and the Kellogg'sville Library. Yay, Blue. new library. New library. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Awful time now. Yay. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. It's a good feeling. It's a nice um, So, yeah, we were talking about the Youth Media Awards today. Um, three awards in particular, the Prince, the Newberry, and the Stonewall, um, which we've all read a little sampling, sampling of mm-hmm. each of the books, so we'll kind of... Hit you from all angles, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, do we want to start with the prints, just because that is what I happen to be turned open to? Sure. So, um, right. We'll just say a little bit about the prints. So the prints is the award for the best novel. Is it just a novel, or is it nonfiction as well? Um, I can't um, remember. I think it's just I, novel. I think, yeah, and just for, yeah. For, for young, young adults. adults. Excellence yeah. in literature written for yeah. young adults. Young adults. And so teens primarily. Um, and the winner this year, drumroll, was We Are Okay by Nina LaCour. I believe that's, yeah. LaCour. How do you say it? LaCour. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. <laughs> Not that you're listening, but off chance, she Googled your name and it came up for this <laughs> we podcast. We apologize. We're sorry. Um, so, yeah, that one. Emily yeah. and Beth have both read the whole book. Yes. I have read half of the book. Sorry, there, we'll, we'll Sorry. try not to spoil anything. I mean, if you spoil anything, I mean, For it's okay. Well, I'll forgive it's, um, you. The cover yes. is very descriptive of what the book definitely is like. Because it looks so depressing, and yeah, it's very Yeah, sad. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> well, and it keeps going back um, now that her friend's there. Um does anyone give us yes, a synopsis? Yes, so um, there is, the main character's name is Marin, and she has gone through um, a pretty catastrophic event, a couple of them in her life when she was young, I'll at least say this, that her, her mother passed away, um, and she was raised by her grandpa, um, and she is, where we meet her is she's moved off to college, um, should I say that? Yeah, yeah. Her, her grandpa's passed away um, at this point. Name. Yeah, I guess I feel like if it's true. like the first three chapters. It's yeah, fair game. it's fair game. It's fair game. So her, her grandpa's also passed away. So she's really kind of alone. Like she doesn't she doesn't have family, um, biological family at least, and she's kind of isolated herself from any like friends that she considers family, uh, trying to deal with this situation. However, she does have a really close friend, Mabel, who comes to visit her on Christmas break because. Marin stays at college during Christmas break. Mm-hmm. And and she's um, she's in New York. She's and like New she's York. from California. Yeah. So it's right. a so very, it's, it's very drastic far. and it's very far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, and she's nervous about her friend visiting, who she hasn't mm-hmm. seen since her grandpa has passed away. Um, who her friend was also quite close with the grandpa as well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like the story of um, all the emotions that go with losing someone and her particular circumstance. And then also all the emotions of being you know that age being mm-hmm. new to college and trying to figure yourself out mm-hmm. as well yeah with that burden on you right off the top yeah, yeah. tough thing it is definitely is so. but it was a good it was definitely a good read it was yeah, quite I liked sad it too. um i did find in a few places like relating to that age like remembering um feeling you know the same way that marin did in a couple different spots um mm-hmm. and it definitely towards the end it's there's a 
good like shocker. <laughs> I know the kind of the backstory of yeah. her family life. And it yeah. does it does cut back and forth between like her current time in college and what happened. I think it's like that following year um, prior to her her grandpa passing away, um, yeah. and it and so it's kind of like split back and forth yeah. in time. Mm-hmm. So, but it was yeah. good. It was yeah, good. it was good. And it's not that large, so it's quick. Read yes, it, it was definitely a quick grade. Yeah, spoil something by looking at 234 <laughs> pages. Yeah, so. you need a fast read. It's I think the audio is only like five hours long or something like that. Oh, so not even that long. For yeah, that. it's not even that long of an audio. And you said you listened to some of the audio. I li- Yeah, I was listening audio. to it this morning. Um, and yeah, I feel like whenever I listen to an audio that's told um, from my teen girl's perspective, they all sound the same. Mm. So I don't know if it's the same narrator that does them because I listened to Exit Pursued by a Bear. On audio, oh, yeah. and it sounds similar to her, so I'm not sure if it's like the same I narrator. We'll have to um, look that up. Yeah, because that, that is also a good book and yeah. a sad book. That was a hard yeah. book to read, but a good one. Yeah, definitely was. Um, along the lines of like audiobooks and people reading the same audiobooks, The Hate You Give was given an honor for the Prince Award, mm-hmm. and that narrator. Um, oh, I can't think of what the name is. She also did a, a few other ones, like Everything, Everything. Oh, yeah, you oh, saying right that. Here. I have the audio book. Yeah, you sure do. Oh, I feel like we talked about that. this similarity oh, in, like, our Turpin Facebook Turpin is her last name. Yeah, we might have, we might have yeah. mentioned that. Um, she, she does an excellent job reading it, uh, reading all of the books that I've, I've heard her mm-hmm. read. So, Just the two, actually. <laughs> but so do you want to give a little... Synopsis of Hate You Give. I like how we keep making Emily give the synopsis. Yes. I know, like, you oh, tell the so summary. They're so good at doing <laughs> back in my so. brain. Um, it's about this girl, Star, and I don't remember where she lives, but um, she has a friend who is sh- um, shot that they, they're mm-hmm. driving home from a party. And this happens again, like right in the beginning of the mm-hmm. book. So um, they're driving home from a party. And uh, I can't remember. I think they they get uh, there's a cop involved. I don't remember if they get pulled over if they're already on the side of the road. And a cop comes up, and um, her friend is is killed is killed that way is murdered that way by this cop. And then it is the the story of you know what goes on after that. And Star not really wanting other people to know that she was there. And mm-hmm. kind of this you know community is taken taken aback. And you know it's something that's also going on in our country. So it was very. Um, mm-hmm. What is that word? It's very like current. Current, yeah. It was a very current read, um, but it's it's an excellent book. It's it's also heartbreaking in a different way mm-hmm. um, because obviously the topic is is very intense. But it's definitely a real thing, and it it, it was a great read for that mm-hmm. for that matter. Um, but well, yeah, <clears throat> and Star lives in a poor neighborhood, but she goes to a fancy boarding mm-hmm. school, so she oh, feels like she's split. Yeah, you know she has. So this that reminds life me of in this life. Um, Dear Martin by Nick Stone, mm-hmm. the main character in that. It's also got to deal with um, police. Well, not necessarily police brutality, but a lot of racial profiling mm-hmm. is like the main theme in that. Um, and the main character, um, Justice. Um, yeah, he lives in a poor neighborhood, but he goes to a prep school mm-hmm. um, where he's like one of two African American mm-hmm. students. And yeah, he gets mm-hmm. at one point he gets really torn. Um, between, you know, where he's from and where he wants to go. Yeah. So I heard that one was really. Good that one's well. so good. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised it didn't. I don't think it won anything. Yeah. Um, it should have. 
I'm sorry, Nick Stone. You <laughs> You're wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we love wonderful. you. Um, Follow her on Instagram. So the hate you give, in case you are listening along, somebody out there when when this airs, um, it was written by Angie Thomas, and she does have another book coming out sometime in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so her debut novel. Yeah, yeah. And to get so many awards and honors. Yeah, and that's pretty. You know, yeah. once you read it, you'll. You'll totally understand mm-hmm. why it, it mm-hmm. won all those. This one is a great. thick one, though. I will, will warn you. <laughs> it it's is. a heavy book. Yes. I don't know how long the audio a is. A lot of our, sure. actually a lot of our, 11 our books. hours and 34 minutes. The okay. Prince books are like a um, mix. So like, mm-hmm. we are okay. And then the Honor books, like Long Way Down are both short. But the Hate mm-hmm. You Give and Strange the Dreamer are like beasts of books. Which is why I haven't read them yet. So. <laughs> Well, speaking of Strange the Dreamer, <laughs> yep, which happens to be one of my favorite books, mm-hmm. best favorite of last book year. ever, ever, <laughs> and not a lot of people have read it because they think it's slow at the beginning, but mm-hmm. it has the um, information at the beginning. Lainey Taylor is the author, and she also wrote another book series. So I was all about reading her series, and it's just very magically oriented and the mm-hmm. very first chapter of the book made me want to read the book because it was this beautiful narrative of a young lady falling from the sky and being impaled on a fence mm. oh man i've not read it yet so this <laughs> is all very that, exciting that was hear. all i needed because oh, then you're like, like i'm hooked tell me <laughs> is this what happened in the future or is this in the past and you yeah. don't know when it's going to come back into yeah, story so yeah i but, read this sampler like Oh, it was like two years ago that Tammy, one of our collection development librarians, got the sampler and she sent it to me and I read it and I'm like, I want to read this book. But then it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And then I was like, what was this book about again? <laughs> so I've read like the first couple of chapters and it is kind of slow, but it's also like a lot of information mm. dumping kind of because you go through strange as like past and he like mm-hmm. retail retells a couple of stories um yeah it's kind of a lot of flashbacking and he's an orphan and he was mm-hmm. raised by this uh, monks, monks kind of and they were very cruel mm-hmm. and then he got this chance and he went to the big library the and library. he never left which yes. i thought oh, oh come on it's worth so don't worry, I library. loved her. I, it just took me <laughs> years. Beth had been recommending Daughter and Smoke and Bone of Smoke and Bone for years to me, awesome. and I finally read it by the same author, and I absolutely loved it. So I need to get on. I am get on it with this one because it sounds fantastic. Yeah, also, just keep going. If you feel like it's too slow, just, mm, keep, just going. keep going. It's definitely going to have it a lot like, of action yeah. and an unexpected ending. Mm. Such intrigue. Um, well, let's talk about my fa- my personal favorite book of 2017, which also won a bunch of honors. Yes, so, Long Way Down by Jason Reynolds. Um, so it's Jason's good. like I don't know, like fourth or fifth book by now. He's mm-hmm. written like oh, he's exactly. written so many books in the last like three years, and they're all well written. They're all well written. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything that he writes, I would read this man's grocery list. Wow. It's fine. <laughs> please and thank um, you. Please and thank you. Send them my way. Yes. Um, but so Long Way Down is written in free verse poetry, mm-hmm. and it's the story about, I can't remember his name. What is the main character's name? Will? Or is that his brother's Will, name? Yep. Will's okay. the younger brother. Sean is the older brother. Okay. So Will's, this is not a spoiler. This happens right in the beginning. Will's older brother, Sean, has been shot. Um, and Will is now, so they're from a, a rough part of town where there are certain rules. So the first rule is no crying. The second rule is no snitching, and the third rule is get even. 
basically. I think Revenge. I'm paraphrasing, yep. paraphrasing, but that's roughly what it is. Um, so Will has, so Will has, his decision's already been made. Like he has to shoot who shot his brother. Um, so Will steps into an elevator, and as he goes down to the bottom floor, more and more is revealed about things that have happened in the past as far as gun mm-hmm. violence. Um, so it was really eye-opening. I don't want to give away any spoilers. Mm. And I still don't really know what happened. Let's be real. No, it, I mean, it's got to it, it ends. It has like an ending, but you, you're left wondering. You kind of get to make what it. Yeah. 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 You get to make, I feel like you get to make the decision for Will when yes. you end it. Like what he decides, decides. to do. Um, because, yeah, the ending is so powerful, though, Ugh, because it's so just... So good. I can't tell you, though, but... Mm-hmm, um, yeah. But I don't think I said what awards. So I don't know if it won any awards, but no. I know it won a Coretta Scott King honor. It mm-hmm. won the Newberry honor. Newberry. It won mm-hmm. a Prince honor. And then it won the Odyssey. I don't know if it won the Odyssey or won an honor. That's for audiobooks. Mm. Um, I don't think... Because when won. I saw the picture of the cover, which is why I'm waiting until we see him on the 26th of March to buy it, because I'm hoping... He'll have copies with all of the, like, honor stickers on oh, it. Yeah. Like, all of the award Spilling medals. The it was cover. an honor for Odyssey. The Hate You okay. Give won the Odyssey oh, Award. Oh, okay. There you go. So, that makes sense. It's a very good, very very good book. Good. Very quick, but super powerful. Mm-hmm. 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 For sure. Definitely yeah. worth picking it up. Yeah. Long Way Down, I think, got me my new job. So, <laughs> so thanks, thanks, Jason Reynolds. Because <laughs> I think all of them... I don't know if Tammy, the assistant super, did, but I know Jessica, Ty, and Lori all like listened to it mm. after I recommended it. So it's really good. Yes, yeah, so he's going to be in Holland. <laughs> yeah, um, at Herrick Public Library yeah, on Monday, March 26th, and we will all be there. Very excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take the half a day off. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, no big deal. <laughs> well, and if we're still sticking to the Odyssey Award, one of the honored ones was uh, Philip Pullman's The Book of Dust. La Belle Sauvage. Oh. Uh, so, I don't so know. So much hype about this book, though. <clears throat> Are you guys, have you ever read his original series? No. Okay. No, because I young. was. So, well, and I think <laughs> but, someone told me it was, like, sacrilegious. <laughs> so, I was, like, afraid to read it. I, I can I can see why they would say that. Yeah. But it's just, it's set in a different world. Yeah. And they have. I figured as much. Demons <gasps> on their oh shoulder. Like they're But they change what? shape. So, it's not, like, demons from hell. It's just, that's what they call them. It's like an extension of yourself. Emily and I are both like shocked. No, like, what's that happening? is the original series. He wrote the Golden, Compass. The Golden yes. Compass. Oh my gosh, yes, I have read that. I have <laughs> yeah. read that whole series. Oh, it's awesome. Then you need to read this one. Okay. This is a prequel. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I knew what I just I mean, I prequel. Just like, prequel to I just it. had to get with the picture. I was thinking about my ginger tea and how spicy it is. <laughs> I was a bit distracted. Sorry. Gingers yeah. are very spicy. <laughs> this is like Lord <laughs> Asriel when they just have the baby and Lyra. Lyra's a baby. Which is also my niece's name, Little plug oh, for my niece there. Nice. But I would I would definitely read If you read the original series, you need to read that. You need to oh, I read. loved it. I remember reading A Subtle Knife. Not necessarily. Okay. I feel like so cool. Yeah, it's oh, good. Because of the right. name of the book? I don't know. Because <laughs> that would be like... I have no I idea. Read but knife. I would told everybody. <laughs> As, As you should. As, As you should. Yeah, but definitely... Well, I remember because it's been like decades yeah. since the Golden Compass came out. Yeah. So when people heard that Philip Pullman was writing a new book, everyone was all like, I gotta read. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what. He I'm just doing. did yeah. the like grim fairy tales too. Didn't he? I, I heard know. that was really good. I'm gonna look it up so I'm not going to This is, this is volume one, so I'm expecting at least two or three more. Oops. 
two, maybe? Five volumes. Yay! I'm just kidding. I have no (laughs) idea. Do not quote me on that. Yes, he also did, um, he has a new book out. It's the uh, Fairy Tales from the Brothers Grimm, which I've heard from a couple people now, a couple patrons, that it was a good a good book. And my mother also read it and sent it to me, so. Oh, nice. I know. That's nice. <laughs> that. um, so, so we talked about the prince. Do we want to talk about, briefly talk about the Newberry? Yeah. Because yeah, we haven't talked Because we already talked about Long Way Down, which won an honor, mm-hmm. but Emily read the Newberry winner, which is Hello Universe yes. by, what's her um, first name? Kelly. Aaron Kelly. Aaron Kelly. Ellie and Trotta Kelly, yeah. There we go. Um, so this book, there's a lot of characters in this. So I'm going to open up the jacket cover. The main character is Virgil Salinas. And um, he's a he's a pretty quiet boy who gets picked on um, by this bully at school called Chet the Bull Bullens. Um, he's a neighborhood Chet. bully. Chet is like the go-to name for a bully. <laughs> like in like the 90s. Who's the, who's the bully? Chet. Chet. <laughs> Clearly. Like that movie. The one where they make a... A supermodel girlfriend. Oh my gosh, oh. what was that? That's his called? brother's name is Chet. Oh jeez. Right? And Chet Thanks. was like, I'm sorry, I've been such a <laughs> to you all these years. <laughs> Wyatt? Oh, I'll... it just sounds like a It does, yeah. It just sorry depends. to anyone named Chet if you're listening. Yes. Like I'm sure you're not a mean person. You're probably a but wonderful like, human. Stereotypically, they usually <laughs> are the bullies. Yep. Um, so Virgil, like I said, is a shy, he's kind of misunderstood, um, and he makes friends with this girl who's a fortune teller named, I, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, in oh, my yeah, head I, I always that. said it, Cory Tanaka, um, but that could be completely wrong. And so he goes to this fortune teller, um, and this fortune teller has a little sister, and they like, you know, read his fortune, and he is head over heels for this girl, which you don't know, um how I'm going to say this without giving anything away. You don't know what her name is in, in the beginning. When when he goes to the Tanakas to get his, like, fortune read, you don't know what it, what this woman's name is, this girl's name is, except for that she has the same initials as Virgil does. So it's, like, kind of exciting. So there's another um, <laughs> character in here as well names. who is, um, she's a deaf girl named Valencia, I believe, yep. Um, and she's super clever, clever and very tough, and she's kind of the only one that Chet can't seem to get to because she just, like, does not want to deal with his business. Um, so, her. yeah, so it's kind of just like this, this you know, middle-grade tale um, of these kids kind of going on this adventure to get their... their um, Futures told by by Corey Tanaka, and then dealing with this bully. But I will say that there is a well in this book, and I feel like I have to say that because it is like the third or fourth book I've read in the last six months where a well is involved, oh, and um, it's it's Emily an really excellent. Likes the book. I really Lassie. like. Yes, I really like the yeah. Lassie is a really important part in my life. Um, so yeah, no, it's a very good read. It's it's um, it's very quick, uh, but it's definitely uh, revolves around friendships and how. Mm-hmm these kind of like outsiders become friends um and what happens to chet, chet. is it chet told from different perspectives chet or is it just name. it's told from different perspectives okay. yep each chapter good, good each chapter each chapter is a different um is a different character and their side so yeah you're getting like what is happening in this book like what is happening like at the apex from all the the different angles okay. um so it's a very good read okay. i don't feel like I can give too much more information without giving stuff away. So that's, that's where I'll stop. Yeah. Um, just for the record, um, the other honor winner 
well, there are two other honor winners, um, is Piecing Me Together by Renee Watson, um, which none of us have had the chance to read yet. Because Mine just came in, though, so... So Emily's got it. Get on that. Um, and then the other honor book was actually a picture book. So the Newberry is for, like... Isn't it birth Outstanding to, contribution to children's literature. Yes. Yeah, and the age range, Katie um, from Granville was talking about this in Vanessa and Heather's uh, Facebook Live show, um, Lit Dish. I think that's the <laughs> name of it, right? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the age range for the Newberry and the Caldecott is, like, huge. So mm-hmm. that's why sometimes with the Newberry and the Caldecott, um, you get – Caldecott usually is for illustrations, and so you always expect picture books. But Brian mm-hmm. Selznick has won it for mm-hmm. his amazing mm-hmm. books mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for their illustrations. And Crown, which is an ode to the – Crown and Ode to the Fresh Cut by Gordon C. James. Or is it – He Derek illustrated. D. Yeah. Okay. Illustrated by Gordon C. James and written by Derek D. Barnes um, is actually a picture book. Mm-hmm. It's all about um, – the fresh cut so this kid goes into a barber shop and he's like going through all the um how they do the hair and all the different like hairstyles that are there and like how you feel so cool and it was an interesting it was very sweet sweet book it was um super cute and the illustrations were very well done it also won it won the caldecott didn't it Wolf in the Snow won. Wolf in the Snow won. So this one won an honor for both. Yep. Um, for both the Newberry and the Caldecott. Which um, is strange. That doesn't normally happen where no. you have so much overlap. There is yeah. a lot of overlap because, like I said, like long way down, the cover of it is like filled. And with the hate you give is that will be filled also one Yeah. Yeah. And those Ann Awards. So. Yeah, it has. But I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but personally, I was kind of proud of especially like the Newberry winners because they're for the most part they're books about people of color or mm-hmm. in Hello Universe there's people with um, like a disability mm-hmm. so they're not just your stereotypical you know protagonist so I was like when I saw the list I was like yes <laughs> good for us um, <laughs> good for librarians getting their word out um, so yeah, so that's a Newberry. The next award is the Stonewall, which is about um, young. Is it looking youth? Stonewall, given to English language children's and young book, young adult books of exceptional merit related to the gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender experience. Yeah. So the one that won that is little, and I'm gonna say Lion. Um, yeah. His name is Lionel. So, like, maybe it could be Leon, but it's Little and Lion, and it's by Brandy Col- Colbert, or Colbert. I'm not sure if she pronounces the T in her name or not. Um, they should write the pronunciation of <laughs> her last names um, in the book. So, it's about... <laughs> you just open the book, and it, like, says it to you. <gasps> like, says who the... Anyways, the future. Um, so, this book is about... Um, Two individuals, and they're, they're siblings, but they're not siblings. Um, so Little, whose name is Suzette, um, she is a young teen. I think she's 15 or 16. Um, she's African-American, and her mom is partners with Saul, who is um, Lionel's dad, um, and they are um, a Jewish family. So they aren't married, but they merged their families together when both of the kids were fairly young. So they refer to each other as brother and sister. Um, and, yeah, so it kind of, it starts out with 
little Suzette um, coming back from boarding school. So she was sent to boarding school on the East Coast. This takes place in California. Another book, this this Mm. is also why I kept getting confused, because she's in Massachusetts. Her boarding school is in Massachusetts, and her family lives in Los Angeles, and and we are okay. She's from San Francisco, and she Mm. goes to New York. So I I think this is why I was getting the two confused, and they both Mm -hmm. have, like, a female lead, and they both kind of struggle with some of the same things, like... In both of these books, they're kind of, like, struggling with their sexuality as mm-hmm. well. Um, obviously, I mean, this one, The Storm, also, yes, there are themes of sexuality in there. Um, yeah, I don't think I mentioned that in the We Are Okay that they're, that um, Marin is, is struggling with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so she comes back. Um, and the reason I haven't yet, I'm only halfway through this book. Um, so the reason why she was sent away is because Lionel, her brother, um, had a really bad um, episode. So he has some mental health issues, um, and he was recently f- diagnosed with bipolar. Um, and so you find out in the fairly early on um, that Suzette's mom and Lionel's dad, their parents, um, decide to send her away because they feel like she's taking on too much of the emotional burden. Hmm. Like, she feels like she has to check on him. She feels very responsible for him. And he's actually a year older than her. Um, So they don't want her to do that, so they send her away. Um, But obviously, when you get sent away, you don't... Like, I I don't think she understood that at first. Um, I think she thought it was more of they didn't want to deal with two kids Mm -hmm. when they had to focus so much of their time on one kid. So this is the summer. So she's been at boarding school for a year. Um, it's summer. She's welcomed back. And she's kind of finding that their friend group didn't really do. I'm, and you don't know. It's, you know, you hear it from what, you know, the friends say that they tried to reach out to Lionel. Um, but he's saying that they, you know, they didn't, that they tried. And then they just kind of like stopped, um, which I think is what happens which is what tend to happen when you try and try and try and there's no response. Um, you can only do so much. Um, but Little is, so when she was away, and you find this out early on in the book, when she was at boarding school, she had a relationship with her um, roommate, so with another girl. And she goes to, um, so on the East Coast, this boarding school is one of those ones where, like, homosexuality is kind of, like, mocked, like, they, you know, some of the girls are like snick. She talks about girls snickering about two boys getting caught kissing in the woods, and then she alludes to that her and her roommate had been found together in bed, um, and it's just not accepted. And so she, when she comes home to California, um, only her best friend Dee Dee knows of that she's had this relationship with this girl. Um, but she also, but her friend Dee Dee is an open lesbian, um, has a girlfriend, and. Um, she's just in like a more open space, but she starts to kind of question because um, there's this guy that she's been friends with. I think his name is Eli. I want to say Emil. Emil, that's his name. Emil, um, who she's known forever, but now she's like starting to get the feels for him. But then she meets this sweet girl who has like cool tattoos and stuff, and so she's starting to get <laughs> feels for that. So she's trying to figure out, and she feels like um, coming out as a bisexual like is seen as like greedy, like people who can't pick one or the other so she's like kind of struggling with if that's how she wants to identify but also trying to figure out what um is going on with her brother at the same time so i'm not sure how it ends but i'm hooked and again i keep getting confused though 
Because again, as you see it, they're very similar I was gonna, I, yes, themes. This, this whole description, I have not read Little in Line, but this whole description, I'm like, hey, that's, right. that's similar. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, this morning I was like, I woke up early, so I was like, I'm going to read as much as I can. So I read <sighs> Little Lion. And then when I was getting ready, I was listening to We Are Okay. Oh, so I like, And then on the way here, I was listening to We Are Okay. And I was like, what are these books? I did not read Little Lion. It is on my list. I did, however, just recently read um, last year's Stonewall Award winner, If I Was Your Girl. I don't remember mm-hmm. who that is by. Who is that by? Um, Russo, which I was a very good book. Yeah. It also has a, a note at the end one. from the author, which... Um, one of our patron's daughters actually was like, you need to make sure to read this this part of the the book, the author's note. And it is. It's it's probably, it's very short, but it's probably just as great and important as the story is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one, yeah, won, won a bunch of different awards. Mm-hmm. It um, was written by a transgender author about a girl who's transgender. And then I, I believe, from what I've read on the cover, the girl is also transgender, which is awesome. Like, that's, they were... That that is like what has happened mm-hmm. with this book. So um, it's a very good read. Also, yeah. um, it also won the Walter good. Dean Myers. Oh, I forgot about award that award. last year. That is as well. What so. is the Walter Dean one for? That's for young it's adult, like isn't it? Sh- outstanding children's outst- literature, I think. They're all for outstanding literature. <laughs> They're all like, outstanding. That's how they describe <laughs> so every single word: outstanding yeah. literature, and then they insert like a niche. So yeah. like young adult or yeah. children's or like Coretta Scott King is probably outstanding. Literature told from the African-American point of view or something mm-hmm. similar to that. Um, but while Beth tries to find it in her list of confusing press releases about all the winners, <laughs> um, one of the honor it. books for the Stonewall is As the Crow Flies by Melanie Gilman. Um, it's a graphic novel, and it is, just so you know, because I did not know this, um, it is volume one. So there is another one coming. And I'm glad I read Katie's review before because I would have been very mad when I got to the end. And I was like, um, you are not to the top of the thing, um, the mountain. So basically the main character whose name is Charlie, it's Charlotte, but she goes by Charlie, um, is sent to this like camp. Um, and when she gets there, she looks around and it's, she is, I believe she's, yeah, so she is biracial. Um, she, I think her mom is African-American her dad is I can't really tell from the pictures what her dad is. He could be Caucasian or... I think he's Caucasian. Um, Anyways, so she gets there and it's all white girls. And she's like... She says this to her mom and her mom's like, Oh my gosh, we've made a mistake. Like, send you back. And um, so Charlie, that's what she wanted. She wanted to know that she had an out if she wanted to go home. Because she's kind of feeling like she was... You have to do this. You have to go here. Um, So Charlie is... um, she identifies as queer, and she's also struggling with her religion, um, which is kind of what this whole journey is about. She's trying to find God, and, like, um, she's she alludes to having heard him spoken to her before, but she can't hear him anymore. Um, so it's, so this journey as they walk. So it's a group of girls. They're all, like, young teens um, from, like, 12 to 14 or 15, I think, is the age range. And they're walking up this mountain to do this um, spiritual ritual at the top that was um, first done by a group of women back in the early 1900s. So this group of women in this town were, like, fed up with not having any, like, social life. Like, they are responsible for taking care of the children, for taking care of the house, or cooking, for cleaning, for doing all the jobs. And 
it was very isolating for the women. Um, the men who get to do the hunting and all that stuff, like they can do that in groups. Um, but the women just felt kind of isolated. So they finally were like, we want to do something for us. We're going to go up to this mountain and have a like cleansing type of experience. Because um, women are awesome. And when they're going to do something together, we, of course, they're going to climb to the top of a mountain. Yes, they're going <laughs> to climb to the top of the mountain, so find cool. God, find Jesus up there. Um, but the men, like the leader of the camp, B, I think is her name, um, she, she goes into more detail about it. And um, she talks about how the men were like very against this and they took all the like camping supplies away from the women so they like couldn't go up there, but they do it anyways. Um, and there's a couple of times where she's describing the ritual. Um, one of the phrases she uses is, is whitening. Um, and Charlie is kind of like, looks around and is like, did anyone else, I mean, she's surrounded by white girls, so no, no one else noticed that Mm. that phrase was used. And so it brings light to it, it brings your attention to the fact that some of these words that we don't necessarily see as having, um, racial undertones kind of do the fact that like whitening, like we don't think it's a whitening of culture, but you know, and in the sense it's like a purifying thing, but that phrase just kind mm-hmm. of you're like there could be a better word for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that moment, and then another camper brings up question is like, well, who fed the children? And the leader's kind of taken aback, and she's like, well, the men must have stuck. And then she's like, no, who fed them? Like who, like you know, like breastfed them basically. Um, and so then it kind of alludes to the fact that they probably had indentured servants of some kind. Mm-hmm. So. It, and it bugs Charlie. It kind of leads into the fact that there's this was supposedly the first feminist movement or one of the first feminist movements, but it leaves out that intersectionality. So it was really just like the first white feminist movement because someone had to stay stay back with the children. And the men clearly weren't concerned about mm-hmm. what was happening to their children in this town because mm-hmm. they were more concerned about stopping these women from going. Um, and Charlie also befriends one of the girls um, – I won't spoil it, but they kind of bond over how they don't, they feel kind of different from everyone else. Um, this other girl in a different way. Um, but it was, a, it was an interesting story. I'm, I'm not convinced it needed to be two volumes. Like there's a little bit, um, you know, that could have, I don't know. Did you already mention it's a graphic novel? I know you alluded to some pictures, it. but yeah, yeah, it's, a yeah it's a graphic novel, novel which, is, which is an interesting. Which is something that I I personally struggle with graphic novels. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of whip through them. I'm kind of like, oh, so I did finish this fairly quickly. Um, and the author Melanie Gilman, she are um, it's not a she. Um, they um, identify as queer as well. So I'm not sure if this is written from something that she's done. Um, or not, but she she also contributed to Adventure Time, Care Bears, and Steven Universe comic series. So, and this is their second all-colored pencil graphic novel. So, yeah. But, it was good. Um, again, I think it's, I think my hesitancy was more um, about the graphic novel portion, because it's not personally how I like to digest books. Um, so I felt like had this been a novel, it could have been finished um, in one book. But because there's there are pictures, like 
was kind of prolonged. Yeah, I so I have that one at home too. Is Courtney was lovely enough to to check it out at her library and bring it to mm-hmm. me one evening. So I have to read that. But I feel that same way towards graphic novels is that they've never really been my my jam. But lately, I have been reading more and kind of like I feel like almost like understanding them more and liking them um, mm-hmm. through that. I just read Roller Girl was the last one I read, which is a, a junior um, chapter book graphic novel. It was really good. It was a really good one. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with awards, no, but it's it, also very good. But I mean, on that vein, I like, like we talked about, we mentioned Brian Selznick earlier. Mm-hmm. I like that approach to incorporating illustrations because, like, his approach is either one person's point of view is told from illustrations or there's just, like, sections of the story mm-hmm. that are told from illustrations. But you still get that, like, heavy literature mm-hmm. aspect to it. So that's what I personally enjoy. And I've, tr- I've tried so hard to get into graphic novels. I'm going to keep trying. But yeah. it depends on the topic yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because you liked Spill Zone, didn't you, Beth? Oh, yeah. But that's Scott Westerfeld. Like so. That <laughs> it's got that Westerfeld component. Yeah, yeah, I, really I finally read something by Scott Westerfeld, though. I read Spill, Spill Zone. I wasn't a fan, though. Yeah. I, I've read I gave the second it a three. one, too. So. There's a sec- Did yeah. you get an arc of it, or is it? Yeah. Ah, I yeah, figured. I Beth reads all in net galley. She arcs. does. I, I just know. Like, I get emails. Wow. From I don't you guys read more from there. It's I cool. Because I am in grad school. Oh. I just am not. Like I got through these ones. Grad school. Like I got through these ones. I've been in bathroom almost five years now, and she has tried to impart so much wisdom on me, and I'm slow. <laughs> oh, I'm please. so slow to to pick it up. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. So, did anybody read the Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue? What was the other Stonewall Iron book? I no. checked it out, okay. and then I didn't <laughs> read it. I didn't have time to read it because I do. What I do is is like impulse checkouts, so I'd leave with like stacks of books. This is an occupational hazard, and then I take them <laughs> home, and I'm like, I don't have time to read. I'm t- too ambitious. It's the like, it's like when you go to a buffet. And you're like, oh, I'm so hungry. Like, let me put all the things on my plate. And then you, like, eat, and you're full, but your plate still looks full. It's that oh my thing. gosh. That's Libraries <laughs> are definitely the buffet. The, they're the buffet of literature. And I oh, fall trapped to beautiful. it all the time. I'm glad you liked my analogy. <laughs> simile? Simile? Analogy. I can't decide. One of the two. Um, but, no, I've heard that – I've heard really good things about um, Gentleman's Guide to Verse and Virginia. I've heard that it's really funny – um, that he's like kind of snarky, mm-hmm. um, but I, it's on my list as our, I think I checked my Goodreads to read list and there's like 452 books on there. And I was like, oh gosh. Yeah. Mine never goes down. I always have. That no, it, no, it never goes it down because books keep coming out. Stop, stop publishing books. <laughs> stop for my sanity. I currently have. Unless a... you're Jason Reynolds. Don't stop. No. Don't stop. <laughs> don't stop. We'll see you soon, Jason. Yeah. Um, I currently have a patron who I'm on like, I won't, I won't say her name, but I call it like her book list. Cause she will give me all these recommendations and she will rate them. And I've been just like eating up her recommendations because she's got such a good like taste for books. Um, and she's a teen. So I like to, I like to give a try to, to what she's reading. So yeah, let's see my books. 460 want to read books. Mine's actually down to 206. What? Because I deleted some because for some reason I stopped loving the series all of a sudden. It was like, oh, I just don't feel like reading the next one. 
That makes sense. See, I never remove. I don't think I ever remove them. I bet if I went back, there'd be a bunch of books that I'm like, um, no, thank you. Um, Goodreads is also. I was doing really well, so this is not sponsored by Goodreads at all. <laughs> um, but it's Goodreads is so handy to keep track of books that you want to read, um, to just see what your friends are liking, mm-hmm. and. You can also set a challenge for yourself. And I don't even want to hear what yours is, Beth, because right. it's some obscene well, number that I, I will never go down. reach. I'm falling short of my own goal. Sure. <laughs> Still probably like 95 books or something ridiculous like that. But I was doing so well. And now it's like, you're three books behind schedule. And I, know, I was like, like oh, wait. Stop. I hate that. I was like, stop coming for me. Like, this is not nice. I'm but not But do you fan. count? Like, I don't count when I read, like, a picture book. No, or, I don't. you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. I, I don't count that. I don't that's count like, those. Because that's my job. No, I read that. If like, I did, I I'd be done. Like, right, story done time, that's two books a week. Yeah. Done. No, I might See, have then counted you could get over 100 if you just... I know, but then I fair. feel like I should do that. I feel like I'm cheating, though. I'm not sure if I added Crown um, to it, but... um. Did we want to chat about books that we are looking forward to coming out in 2018? Does anyone have any books that you're like, yes, give me this book now? I oddly enough have a book that was written in 2000 that a patron keeps recommending to me, and I finally got it on Melcat um, that I'm excited to read. She she is like, um, this patron who recommended it reads a lot of teen, has very good taste and reads some, some good adult books. And she described this book to me and I'll tell you what it is in a second. She described it to me as like this weird book that she like never thought she'd like. It is like not in her interests at all, but that she absolutely loves that everybody she gives it to also loves it. It's called, um, Silver Lining by Maggie Osborne. Um, and I don't even remember okay. the details she gave me, but I, I just put that on hold on Melcat. And it's probably been almost a year now that she's been telling me to read it. Um, and, and I've just not Melcat gotten it. And, finally and I'm finally doing it. So I'm pretty is excited about that. Adult teen? It's an adult book. Adult book. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is not on brand. Book. That is not on brand. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not at all. Why only? <laughs> you guys will be getting emails when I finish it. All my feelings. <laughs> I am noticing, though, that I'm looking at my want-to-read list. And I do have a lot of picture books, I think, that I didn't want to say I read. So my list is probably shorter than what it is. Um, but And I read Modern Romance. Oh, my goodness. I need to update this. Um, I think the one that I'm most looking forward to 2018 um, is Save the Date by Morgan Matson. So she wrote um, Amy and Rogers' epic road trip or something like that. And then she wrote The Unexpected Everything, which is a huge book, but like a fast read. It's, she writes like YA. Basically, if her books were turned into movies, they'd be rom-coms for the most part. Um, so this one is about Save the Date. And I think there's a, there's a wedding and mm. I'm not entirely sure. I really would like an arc of it. So if you're listening, Morgan Matson, send it to KDL, Penn District Library, in Comstock Park, Michigan. Well, the second book to Strange the Dreamer is coming out in October. Oh. Supposedly, of nightmares. Supposedly, <laughs> don't don't. It has a bet. cover. She pushes things. It has a cover. Her and Maggie Stiefvater. I need to read Maggie Stiefvater's latest book, All the Crooked Saints. Yeah, mm. I read that. You did? Yeah, I didn't like it as much as I ah, wanted no. to like it. Because I, oh. I love her writing. She but is one of, it yes, look. her, Maggie Stiefvater, and Cassandra Clare, who I still need to catch up on the Dark Artifact, 
Artifices series. I've only read the first one because she writes like monster books. At least Maggie doesn't always write like giant novels, but Cassandra Clare cannot write a short novel <laughs> no, to save her life. Like, true. no, she was, yeah. And so this trilogy probably could have been four books and like <laughs> maybe cut like a third off of each of them and then made a fourth book and then I could have digested it better. But she writes, oh, her writing is beautiful, but is. Maggie's is probably one of my favorites, especially if you have yet to read the Raven Cycle series by Maggie Stiefvater, get on it. I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> Put it on hold now. It's so good. Have either of you, it just came out, I think, the beginning of March, Children of Blood and Bone. Mm-hmm. I have it on right? hold. Oh, uh, yeah, I like that cover. I don't know how to say that. Last name. There's too many vowels. There's a lot. There's a lot of vowels. I bet it's a really beautiful last name that Mm -hmm. we will all butcher. And we need the pronunciation. Um, Open the book. It was described to me. I just put on hold. I've not read it. I don't know that much about it. But it was described to me as like a. um, uh, It's got magic in it, and it's kind of like a step up from like Harry Potter. Like, step like, up from you know, Harry Potter. Well, in terms don't of like, take it back. In terms take of like intensity of magic, <laughs> okay. like it's a more like intense story. Um, so I've got that one on hold. That's so less subtle though. magic. Are they? Yes. Them? Yeah. It's more just like hey, here it magic. is. Well, Check another author who I love is having a new book out. Marcus Zusak. <gasps> really? Yes. Finally, Bridge That's of Clay right. coming out in October. Oh, I forgot about. You that. You have a long way to wait for your books, I, Beth. I know. October. I, know. I started reading, um, so, that's like, yeah, oh, my favorite. That's true. Not as long as Philip Pullman, like, that's, no, that's true. Decades. Um, I am reading, and it comes out, it came out, I'm not sure, if, I'm not sure if it already came out. I think it did. Um, so it's, uh, man, I'm going to get, say the wrong name. So it's in the vein of, like, Percy Jackson, and it's one of those, like, Rick Riordan's name is on the cover, but it's not mm. written by him. It's written by someone else. And I'm going to say, and I'm going to say her name, Roshani Chowskchi. I'm so sorry. I probably just butchered that so bad, but it's Arusha and the End of Time. So it's in the vein of like Percy Jackson in those books, but it's told from a girl's point of view, Ooh. finally. Oh, yeah. um, and it's about like Hindu um, gods. And so it's a different mythology, and this uh, Arusha is a descendant of the Pandava brothers, and so she, of course, pushes something that she shouldn't do, same as, like, it's, it starts out the same exact way as, like, Percy Jet, like, someone does something dumb that, a, you know, a 12-year-old is going to do because they can't do it, and so then she's, like, set on this mission and meets her, like, Sisters, so they're not actually sisters, but they're both descendants of the same um, family from long, long ago. And so they have to stop the sleeper from like putting everyone to sleep and like taking over the world. And like these gods that they meet are like so indifferent and they don't care <laughs> really if the world like ends because what's it gonna do to them? Yeah. Nothing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they have to like find these keys to get into. Um, I forget what it is. I want to say it's like the death, like the world of death or something like that to stop this sleeper. Um, I'm not too far into it, but it's, it does, it, it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty great. Um, 
it's written similarly it's written in rick's style but like by a woman it's also by a woman so um i did get kind of mad because he pulled like a james patterson and we all know how i feel about james patterson and so like his name is like up top so then it was tammy who told me like it's not even written by rick when i first saw it blurbed somewhere that it was coming out i was like <laughs> yes a girl a girl um but i was kind of glad that it wasn't written by him like yeah. that it's written by a female author right and she wrote she wrote something that came out recently um, a couple of years ago, that was really hot. Okay, she wrote the Star Touched Queen series. Mm-mm. No, I don't know that one either. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, it came out. I have the arc of it that I never read. But <laughs> sorry, Tammy. Oh, you've probably seen it. I do that sometimes. I do. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. Because I, I was like, that. when I saw her name, I was like, why does it sound so familiar? But yeah, so yeah, those are books that I'm looking forward to. All right. That kind of wraps yeah, everything that up that we want to talk about. I think so. Yeah. Go back to our job so we don't have time to read anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you're talk, talk about books and all that. But um, thanks for listening to our podcast. Um, if you want to check any books out, just go to kdl.org, type in any of these titles into the search, and they'll come up in our catalog. Mm-hmm. And you can place them on hold, check them out, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the KDL cast. Look for more podcasts from Kent District Library. For more information on KDL and our programs and services, please visit KDL.org.